I was talking about how they say you set your intention in the spirit oh, right, of your right. medicine is going yeah, to yeah. do what it will. What it needs to, yeah. Right. Because mm-hmm. I was saying that, I yeah. So I feel, because I, I feel like sometimes even now things, like you can be like on the right track, but we might not all the way be there and it might still be a little bit bastardized. Like I think there is like, yes, like a general intention to hold, but I think a better intention I think a better idea is a, a session with whatever spirit you're connecting to and asking them if they are appropriate for what you are trying to achieve. And then if you have permission, asking them to help you in whatever way is needed. Because I yeah. think when we get too specific with our intentions, <clears throat> it's a human thing. And like words are sticky, words are very basic. And so, like, if you just say, you know what, mm-hmm. y'all been here longer than me, or y'all been doing this longer than me, maybe, maybe I've been here longer than me, but you've been doing this for a while. So, whatever you think. I, I, think, I think that's how I've like set the, my intention. Yeah, and I, I think it's important, too, because I think the idea of intention setting now especially like we were talking about on my podcast but the whole idea of like you know this uh mysticism this naturalism whatever you want to call it it's becoming more and more mainstream so a lot of people have in their mind like oh an intention is something that i have to set and it's like a question and it's something that i have to be very specific with and i have to be you know blah 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 okay but what is what is it that you feel though because i i feel genuinely that it's just about your emotions and your feelings more so than it is your words because yes. like for example when i got hafe the company that i get it from i was like i did all this research for whatever reason it just kept showing up and showing up and showing up and showing up every time that i was meditating and just like throughout the day like i would keep seeing stuff for hafe and i'm like okay I don't know if this is for me or not. I started doing a bunch of research and everybody was saying, if you feel like you're getting pulled and you're getting drawn to these things, I'd never heard of it before in my entire life. I had no idea that it was ever a thing, but it kept showing up. And I was like, okay, great. So I do this research. I buy a bunch of it like from this company. I bought a bunch of it before I even actually tried it because, you know, they had this whole like, oh, make your own blah, blah. Okay, great. So I bought all this stuff. But then when it got to me, when I actually received my goods and my, you know, little pipe and everything like that, I actually sat in meditation with the spirits for over a week and a half before I actually did any of it because I was like, I don't even know, like I got all this stuff, but I don't know if it's actually for me, but that was part of the the thing was how is it that I feel in this moment, communing with you, trying to figure out, is this right for me? Is this the right step? Is this the right path? Whatever. And then pretty much every time that I use it, because I have different blends and each one is spelled and has intention setting from the tribe that made it, and they're all very different in what they do. But every time that I do it, the only thing that I say is like, the only beings that are allowed to be within this space are those that serve the light and are here with good intention. And other than that, I'm like, do with what you will, because I don't know what I need and you guys will know what I need. And that's pretty much it. But I've also developed and curated that type of relationship with these spirits over the last seven months. (laughs) So it's like, I'm not, you know, just showing up and I'm like, okay, great. Let's just do some drugs and call it good. Like that's not, you know, it's not the, it's not the vibe. So I don't know. It's it's interesting because you also have to keep in mind that intention setting is just as much, if not more so, about feeling and emotion than it is. I think that's it. My question or specific whatever. 
Yeah. But it's not about yep. the words as much. Yep. Yep. Because mm-hmm. I mean, that's also like how your body works so much. Because your yeah. like your body doesn't know mm-hmm. whether something's real or not. You know what I mean? Like that's how you like you control the experiences your body has. <clears throat> Cause you can like have your eyes closed and scare the shit out of yourself and also be seeing something that's really scary. Mm-hmm. And your body mm-hmm. reacts the same both times. So it's like that same concept. That's the power of the mind. How are you feeling over there? Too. Yeah, you got to quiet day. over there. <laughs> and I'm just listening. We've but we've processed through a lot. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. Typical, all good. typical Friday. Typical. Typical, cool. typical Friday for y'all. <laughs> the danger of the synthetic is that it takes the spirit away from the the whole experience. I would argue that's exactly. I would argue that's the most dangerous thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. And and that's like one of and that's like if you like some of the like plant medicine Instagrams that I follow, like that's been a lot of the talk of it is that we're taking away the spiritual aspect of these medicines. Like even any, even in talking about the legalization of marijuana, we were talking about this earlier too, mm-hmm. right? Like there, that's a plant it has a spirit, but I can guarantee you the major, well majority of the people who are using it today, especially from a legal standpoint, recreationally is not there's none of that connection at all nor nor even a recognition that there should be a connection you know like most kids are like yeah there's no 16 year old saying i connect to my (laughs) marijuana plant spirit no way right no not at all but, you know, that's, again, that's how they want it. Because if we're scared and terrified and cut off from our divine nature, then we're easier to control that way. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I wonder if, like, would people be more res- respect, like, well, how do I say this? Would people respect these things more if they actually knew the, the intentional nature of how they could be used to better your own personal life, do you think that there would be more respect for them, for these, uh, I guess, helpers from the natural world? I think there would be. I think it would take time. It would. Because I think there's a lot of people out there that wouldn't. There's a lag on here. But I, I mean, yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I think that there there definitely would be, but you're going to have to get through to a lot of people. Because I know a lot of people that I've been talking with that are like, you know, I was cool and everything until I had like my first dark night of the soul. And I realized that like dark entities can actually attach to you. And now I'm terrified and I'm scared and I don't want to do this anymore. Because too, like we we fear what we don't know, right? So that's why it's been very easy for society to tell us all like, this is scary and you shouldn't do this. Just listen to us and we'll take care of you. You know, don't trust yourself. Don't trust, you know, the world around you. Um, I had another point and now I lost it, but it'll come to me what eventually. And then I'll just what interrupt is a dark somebody entity? else too. Like what is a dark entity? They, they just something feels, 
just because it feels something in the dark doesn't mean that it actually is. I wasn't, I wasn't going to do this, but spirit brought it back around. So <laughs> I'm going to go this time. You said, do it. you said something earlier about what you say, like when you set your sacred circle, right? You say spirits who serve the light and who come with good intention. I, mm. this past week felt called to drop serve the light from that. Because if you're coming with good intention to me and I am a being in my sovereign power, then what do I have to be afraid of? Yeah, but I we think all though, operate too, you got to remember. Yeah, and you got to remember though too that darkness serves the light. So everything serves the light at the end right. of the day. Yeah. And what is and what is a dark end like We had some shit that happened that was a little dark entity feeling. But then I sat and thought about it. I'm like, I just feel like it's like some of our own darkness hanging out in here. Where? Here? Yeah, remember? Well, I was like, there was like, sh- there was like some shadowy shit at night and it was getting a little weird. And I was mm. like, this is, yeah. like, we're getting rid of you out of our lives and I'm sorry that you miss us. But it wasn't like this being. It kind of felt like that at first and I kind of felt myself get sucked into that because there's all this chatter about that. But like, the world is transmuting a lot of shit right now. We're transmuting a lot of shit in this house. So like the shadows leave, but it's still part. It's not like a dark entity from Star Wars. Like it's, <laughs> it's like your self sabotage Or, you know, like, I don't know. Like I just, like, I don't know. That's been like circling around for me because again with the sensationalization and the good versus bad and the light versus dark and the heaven versus hell like there was no conceptualization of that before christianity and now that we're here we are fucking stuck in the polarization of bullshit and i think (laughs) that that is so present everywhere like like even i don't know i should stop about like the use of God. So we're supposed to like detach ourselves, right? Because we have these visceral all body reactions when we talk about God. And so this mainstream concept is to detach yourself from that. That's a trigger from a past wound and it doesn't hold power over you anymore. So just desensitize yourself to that feeling and say God with a new meaning. But fuck that shit. Nope. Because God did not exist before Christianity existed. So what so that name is inherently part of that religion. And so every time you say that, that is what you are giving power to. There were gods, like monotheistic religion is God. Like that that terminology was created for monotheism Mm -hmm. so you weren't out here running around saying god like that's a past life trauma for me because of the number of times they fooled me before but not this lifetime not this time not this time (laughs) i've done that happening (laughs) it's a term it's familiar i'm not doing it that's an abuse term right God is an right. abuse term. And then, and then we're like, okay, we're just going to get past it. And then we're going to change our relationship. And now we're going to say it all the time. And mm. mm-hmm. 
we're then that's the, like there's no way to use that word and it not be associated with monotheism because before no one was saying god at all like that was not there were gods there were with names and yeah, there was this whole conceptualization of a cycle right like norse mythology which is why like the ragnarok thing so this kid's telling the story about Ragnarok, like he's out here. I mean, he was he was uh, fighting with Loki. I was very intrigued. It was very hard for me not to be like, do that. Just tell me more. <laughs> Just that whole thing about Loki. I'm feeling kind of like That's emotional. Why, Can this we is what, access this? This is what happens when I let me go to the magic store by herself for an hour. <laughs> but so anyway, it was like this very dramatic like Armageddon. Like he needs Viking battle axes because he's going to be ready for Ragnarok. And I'm like, brother, I don't think that's what this is about. Like, that Norse mythology was not about that. Like, Norse mythology was not like. I mean, like, Odin was, Odin was hanging upside down from the tree, trying to get the knowledge from underneath the tree. Underneath the tree was very respected. Like, it wasn't this dark versus light. It was this cyclical recycling of energy. That is the job of humans and gods, etc., on this planet. And that that conceptualization is consistent across the entire motherfucking globe. That is like undisputed. Same symbols, same pictures, same concepts, maybe different names, but it was the same fucking influences, the same god like gods that were responsible for the same thing across all of these cultures. Mm-hmm. then insert monotheistic religion here so that but they're like there's no way that i'm saying god and giving power to that because i think that that feeling in my body is something that i'm going to pay attention to and not ignore because that feeling in my body is the one that i like trust now and i'm not in the habit of dampening that anymore and in the same way like because we, you just have to like constantly check that fucking lens that you're looking at shit through. Because life on this planet for so long has in, been intervened with by patriarchy, capitalism, and monotheistic religion. So like, you have to like really get expansive to try to be like, well shit, why do I actually think this? Or why do we do this? Right, I mean, that's why, I think that's why I had such a hard time even like, doing the whole like spirit thing because it was such a god connection to me i mean that's from this life being i mean but you know when you take a second though to to recognize and celebrate d because when we all first got together and started to like meet with each other d was like y'all are crazy y'all are a bunch of witches i'm out like no thanks and now here you are one one of the witches Mm -hmm. Here I am talking to my plants and asking them what they need. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so like, you know, and like in Mia's context, it's like past life stuff. For me, yeah. like the word God is like very current life stuff. When you're raised in a Catholic household and in Catholic upbringing until, you know, the time you're born till 10th grade, you know. when you stop religious <laughs> ed, you know, and then you can... Yeah. It's, and that as a religion is one, just, I don't know, I can't even really get into it. Like, that's a whole thing in itself. But I guess the grander scheme of thing not acceptable to who I am as a human 
period. Like that's just the simplest way to put it. Why would I want to reference anything that comes from that setting or that practice into my current life? So like for me, even the ability to sit here and say like, hey, spirit, it's like, that was like just a few minutes ago, really. And like not associating it with anything in religion. So I think that's a tough thing for a lot of people too. Yeah. I think for me, like, right. I think that's okay. I mean, yeah. And I think that's okay. I mean, for me personally, I usually say source or spirit that just feels better to me, but also too, like I've had so many lifetimes where I was a religious figurehead and I was like, you know, as a soul up in the ethos, I was like, okay, cool. I got this. This is my moment. This is my life. I got it. Like, no problem. I know my mission. We're good. And then I showed up here and I got swindled, you know, every single, every single time I was like, yeah, I'm serving God, but I'm out doing, you know, some shady Christianity, Catholic, you know, weird crap out here, just, you know, totally falling for the bastardization of it. And like Mia said, not this time, not this time. I got it. (laughs) I got it right this time. But, you know, I think like that's one of those things that, I think some people in this lifetime, that's why they have a very hard time with this kind of idea or this notion of we can all do this. We can all talk to dead people. We can all talk to spirits. We can all talk to source or the gods or whatever it is that feels good for you. But we all have this ability to do this. It's not something that only the medicine people can do or only the shamans can do or only the special chosen people, as I used to think, that could talk to dead people or things like that. We all can do these things. And that, I think, is the challenge in this lifetime is recognizing and remembering that we can. And it's it's hard because a lot of people have this religious trauma from this and past lives that keeps them tamped, keeps them tamped down because that's... That's just kind I mean, of how, how it happens. A benefit of these societal concepts concepts is the hierarchy. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we all, like, it's so natural to, like, have someone be teaching you something and to put them up on this pedestal that they're different from you. And then there's also that, that need, like, to be professional and to do things a, a professional way or to run your business a professional way means doing this, that, and the other thing, which are really just bullshit conditioning that you have. But it's like really hard to to work yourself out of that because that hierarchical like structure is so ingrained in us. Like it doesn't like, and especially when you feel so big, like it's wild to think that everybody could just be out here fucking doing this, right? Because hierarchy feels so innate in us. But it's all just different levels. You know what I mean? It all just depends on like when you start and, but we're all completely capable of this. Mm-hmm. And no, like that's oh, I mean, actually what it is to be human. Like that's the whole point exactly. of being human is to be a exactly. channel. Yep. It's to be the bridge between physical and spirit but I also think too like that's the reason I think we've talked about this before a couple of times but I believe fully that earth is a proving ground for souls 
so that they know and they can learn and they remember, oh, I can do these things. I can, you know, create magic and I can create connection. And magic too is like we've always said, not some grandiose thing. It's extremely, extremely subtle, extremely subtle. And it's very like organic. Yeah. But that's Alex wrote in the chat, so mm. sorry. Mm. <laughs> Distracted. When you guys were talking about that, I'm like, like typing notes. <laughs> so I find it a little interesting, just like based off my uh, my personal observation. I feel like when you're higher up in a career, not saying like celebrity level, because that's a different level of society. Um, they have another level of whatever they believe spiritually that sometimes is quite shocking and scary. Um, but in like normal everyday careers, like if you talk about anything spirit related, source related, it's like, ah, okay. Yeah. And then it's back to like work, 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 work. Mm -hmm. But if you talk to people who are not at those higher levels of, of careers or anything like that, they're a lot more open to getting down with whatever it is you want to talk about. Aliens, let's go. God, let's go. Um, but also, there's a lot more noise going on in that level as well. I just wanted mm -hmm. to put that out there. And that's like one that's of the hard things like I've had in trying to like incorporate like talking about like things that aren't naturally like Western medicine in in corporate western medicine you know what i mean like and then been talking about that like talking about my experience and this and that and like i don't know at some point you just gotta i guess say fuck it and the only way people are gonna learn is if you tell them about it you know as so if you talk about it yeah you know there's and the amount of interest is actually fascinating like it's yeah well just want to add to that is like the so that i know an er nurse who He's got like a PhD or something like that. Nursing, I'm not sure. What oh, yes. All that, but so I guess someone started. Hello. He agrees. He agrees with everything. Um, he said, yeah. like, when you reach the topic of like spirits and things like that, when she talks about things that happen in the middle of the night when, you know, people coming in because they have a gunshot wound or things like that, then the topic of like, spiritual or things of that nature it's okay because they've seen things like that but it's only in that small little window of like in this context oh yeah that does happen can you tell me more <laughs> what else <laughs> that's interesting though too i i'm gonna take it there to aliens because y'all know i love me some aliens but <laughs> I so my my grandfather was in the navy and then he was an air traffic controller. He was an air traffic controller I think for like 20 years or something like that. Retired very early. Very fortunate man. But some of the things that he like some of the stories that he has from his time both in the navy and also as an air traffic controller are just absolutely wild. There's actually things to I I can't remember now if it was him or if it was one of his buddies, but I actually think it was him. There was like a UFO discovery video or something like one of those, you know, um, on like the travel channel or something like that, like real UFO sightings or, you know, whatever. But there's an air traffic controller that they like actually found like the recording 
from whenever this happened in, you know, the 80s or, you know, 70s, whatever. And they pulled it and it's actually my grandfather's voice. I, I want to try and find it so I can share it with you guys because it's it's fascinating. But that that kind of idea where you can talk about the weird stuff that happens but only in this context. Mm-hmm. Like the man will not talk about them outside of this type of conversation. You know, I told them what I'm doing. Like, hey, yeah, I quit my corporate job. And they're like, oh my God, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. And then they talk to me six months later and they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, yeah, I'm talking to dead people and making spells for people and potions and things. And they're like, huh? But homie, you're talking to aliens over here. Like, how is this weirder than that? Like, what, what do you mean? But, you know, only in that one small context, it's like, yeah, aliens exist. But only in that same, in that small spot. That's it. Outside of that. Mm-mm. Nope. Like that they exist nope. as like a, like a separate entity that you are not connected to. Mm-hmm. Like they are them there. We are us here. Not, yep. it's not that like, oh, some We're of them are connected. here with us. We are some <laughs> of them. Like it's. <laughs> right. right. What do you mean? And I think. Oh my God. I think people that need time one to live in my entire life. And we're never going <laughs> right. to talk about it ever again. Right. <laughs> But, like, people need time to, like, warm up to stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, family members and stuff. Like, right. we'll slowly start to mention I mean, there, there are some of us, like myself and Mia, that I'm sure we found this path. And we're like, yep, bye. Like, didn't take any convincing at all whatsoever. Then you have others, like D. I don't know, Alex, how your experience was. But, you know, other people, even, like, just, like, Erin, as much as I love her, sometimes I'll say stuff and I'm like, too much like oh shit (laughs) she rolls with it every single time but you know that same kind of idea I mean like you know there are other family members and other people that I know that are like what the hell are you doing like you're insane you're literally drinking kool-aid over there and I'm like yeah okay yeah I mean (laughs) I'm drinking kool-aid like I have people that are like not even like on that aspect but just the thought of like only working part-time is like Mm -hmm. Even though I'm doing the same job that I used to do, it's scary because it's not like, I don't know. Ah. It's part time. But then you like throw the state pension. For me, it was very hard with the brain that that you can't get from the state anyway. So I'm not really sure it exists. But my my like very like visual (laughs) need to see in order to. Why can't I have that much debt? I'm sorry. Welcome to my life. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I'm just going to excuse myself. <laughs> in person? Or you were going on but, Yeah, but that, like, I'm such a person who, like, like, my whole life, I'm like, yeah, I don't believe this stuff. If I can't see it, I do not, not believe it. No, thank you. I got to see the evidence. That's right, exactly. Like, I want whoever I'm sitting here talking to, I need to. I need to see them. See them. I need to feel it. And yeah. especially when you apply very, like pile a lot of education of western medicine on top of that that doesn't incorporate any of that stuff you're very like you know you're thinking one way yeah so that's a lot to even now there's times where i'm like i don't know you know and then i got people like ashley and stuff telling me like you gonna believe us yet was that someone over there alex is there someone over here yeah my this well did he did he just walk by 
No. I saw this like shadow <laughs> go across like the back of your the back of your wall and you kind of looked up and smiled so I figured it might have been him. Oh, nope. That was mm. definitely no one over here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but you know what? Uh spirits follow me, so there's that. <laughs> there is yes. Alice hanging out with her homies. Yeah, just chilling, just chilling with everyone. But I think though, too, like on on the topic, D, like you're talking about this kind of, um, how what's the word I'm looking for? This kind of um, not not brainwashing, but like conditioning that a lot of people go through. And obviously, we've talked ad nauseum about traumas and Mm -hmm. different blocks and things like that, and the reasons why we have them, whatever. But like for example, so my. I think we've talked, my parents are divorced. Both my parents are actually very supportive of what I'm doing now, which thank goodness they are, because it would be so much harder if they weren't. But like my mom is very interested in all of what I'm doing. And she's got her own little practice that she's kind of working through and stuff like that. But when I told her, so we went, she, she was attuned to Reiki two years ago, two or three years ago. I didn't do it then, but then this year was like, yeah, okay, I'll do that. So we went together and we did it. And like immediately, like within the weekend, as I was practicing and learning on people, I was sitting there channeling for these people and I had no idea what the hell I was doing. I was like, I don't know what's going on, but I saw this and I saw this and I heard this and here you go. And people were like, oh my God, that's like, you know, it it makes sense. Like that works. And you guys have all received, you know, a session from me. So you understand like kind of how that works. But when I came to my mom and I was telling her about this stuff, she was like, well, how does that work? Like, what do you see? What does that feel like? What do you hear? Like what, you know, and I'm trying to explain to her like what that feels like, but you know, Mia, like you channel probably just as much as I do. You can't tell other people Clearly. what you're getting. Like you really like you really can't. Like at the end of the day, people have to have their own experiences for themselves and trying to explain certain things to some people, it's like D like you're saying you have to have the proof. Like my mom was telling me, "Well, how do you know that that's what it is?" I'm like, "I don't know. I just know." And like for me, a year ago, if if somebody was asking me stuff like that, I I would have crumpled under the pressure. I would have been like, "Well, I don't know. I probably don't know. I probably have no idea what the hell I'm talking about." Like, I don't know. But now it's like, I don't know. It just is. Like, I just know it. Int- intuitively, I just know it. In, gonna, in my yeah. soul, I know that that's what it is. I was going to say it's it. it's so really hard. Comes... Exactly. It's so hard for people to, like, just reconcile that with. Because it's know, higher level kind of communication. Exactly. And we think that exactly. as humans, we are the highest level of everything. So we assume that verbal language is, like, the shit. And right. it's really not. And right. it's not how and anyone it's else. Not. It's just the ghetto shit from this planet. Mm-hmm. It has nothing right. to do with, like reality outside of this and that's right that's like verbal language is never gonna right and that's what i've had to learn is like it's just it's really more of just like trusting your intuition is really what a lot Mm -hmm. of it is like all those times where i'm like like i don't know how much lately and like eventually it'll just click one day and i'll stop every time being shocked Maybe. Probably, not. Maybe not. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. I guess it's, it's, maybe it's fun that's being shocked. So. That's why Lexi and I have to have a Zoom call once a week. But it's like, once you a know, week because literally every time we're like, what the? What? Oh my God. Can you? <laughs> oh my God. Like she'll say, she'll say something. We'll have a conversation, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And every time it's like, what the <laughs> fuck? You know, and it's like, eventually I'm just going to be like, uh huh. <laughs> like eventually it's just going to. Probably not. Probably not. Out. <laughs> but I have, like, probably not. I'm sorry. Finish your thought. 
I have a nothing. Thing. It's just like with all this, like, you know, just even with like the house stuff. Uh-huh. We do combo. We get a showing. We have a we have a Samhain festival. We get a showing. Like, you know, it's just okay. I'm so, here for it. So let me spin off of this slightly back to our topic for a minute. <laughs> because I have this thing coming through, which I feel like we got way happen. out there, so it's all good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you can reel us back in now. So <laughs> in saying Sorry. <laughs> it must excited. be good. It she's, must yeah. be good. Yeah, my dog got it. Uh huh. <clears throat> so, <laughs> all of this to say that all of this is very, very individualized. So, like, everyone can do this, but the way in which everyone does this is specific to them, and that is how the whole system works. So, like, yes, I feel very passionately about certain things. Those are my things to feel very passionately about. It could be feel completely different in your body, and I do not disagree with how it feels in your body. But my job is to be here and feel the things in my body and act on those, because that is how all of this works, and that's where the hierarchy is dissolved, right? Is because it's all individualized and every single piece is necessary for everything to maintain balance. So there have to be people who think completely opposite of me or like some, you know what I mean? Like it's down to diets, like everything is diverse. This is the problem with our, um, like our, the entire system as a whole, like treatment is completely individualized. And for some reason, all of Western medicine and science is fixated upon standardizing and normalizing and spreading and creating say that. trends <laughs> across people. Yep. And we are all yep. completely unique and it should mm-hmm. never work exactly the same on everybody. So like mm-hmm. when I, when we started this conversation before we were recording and I was talking about this thing that I'm working on, this thing that I'm channeling, right? I'm only a week into channeling. If we agree to go further, this is like a couple week situation. While I am being given very specific medical knowledge about how systems work, that is clearly growing into something bigger for my personal philosophy as a healer, the activities and the advice that I am being given for my client is very specifically for them. And so if Lexi, we wanted to talk about your chronic condition, then what you and I would do would be completely different. And you guys have different diagnoses, but even if I saw six people with the same diagnoses of you as you, that treatment would not be the same. Because the gene, the the cause of an illness, a chronic illness, autoimmune, well, I'm just going to talk about, stick with what I know, stick with what I know, do not extrapolate. So (laughs) this autoimmune, illness is caused from a a mutation in a gene or a certain expression, let me say, of a gene. So what triggered that expression of that gene in you could be completely different than what triggered it in someone else and someone else Mm -hmm. and someone else. And the root cause of that may have nothing to do with your physical symptoms. 
or it may be a very roundabout view to the physical symptoms. Because what we discovered this week was where we first, where your head first went from the phone console to where the channel took me was like, whoa, holy fucking shit. Yes, this explains the symptom that we're dealing with, but never in a million years would our medical knowledge have gotten us there if my channel was not guiding me through the research I was doing to make the connections I was making. Mm -hmm. So, and that's specific to that person because I sat down and I said, I opened my channel, I invited Raphael to come sit with me and I said, let's go for... and she would like ask me a couple of questions, like, like from a medical standpoint, I'd be like, Hey, how does this like pathologically, like, how does this work in the body? Can you like spark notes describe how does this work to me? <laughs> you know? And so I would do that. And then she'd be like, okay, but I found this, like read this. And like, from all of my medical knowledge that I have, I was like, whoa, like because, what? Because, like, think about it. Like you just think about things in a totally different perspective. It's based on comfort. The whole system is based on comfort, which is based on relieving symptoms, which is Uh based on making someone feel better. But a symptom is a way for your body to communicate with you. It's actually the only way your body can communicate with you. So if you don't allow the symptoms to express themselves and you don't know what's happening inside the body, and the reason that the body is producing that symptom is because that symptom is what your body needs to heal, swelling shit swells. What do you do? Put fucking ice on it. Why do you put fucking ice on it? Your body's trying to increase the circulation around an area and you're out here with an ice pack trying to constrict it. What if you just sat the fuck down and were uncomfortable for 10 minutes? Like we ice for pain. Get over it. Man the fuck up. Shit might hurt for five minutes. But like (laughs) (laughs) we get lost in this symptom trail. But that's even on on, on a spiritual... Like even in other spiritual healers, I see it's that westernized view. Like what I'm like, I have, I've already like just in 48 hours of starting to develop this, have this whole, like, like you, like, I don't know what's going to happen when you agree to, for a healing session with me. I I do not know. However, I I, I can, I can help you through this, but we're going to follow whatever is being channeled through. And so you can agree to participate or not, or take it, leave it, do whatever you want with it. But my advice still stands, whether it's um, addressing, whether you think it's addressing the actual issue at hand or not, what, you know what I mean? Whether it makes sense to you logically or not, like this is what the channel says, so this is what we do. But I think like synthesizing and, controlling like everything being in a controlled environment like all of it it takes all the individuality out of humans is what i'm trying to say and so we're not treating each individual person because the the same thing could be caused in so many different ways that you're not you're doing a person a disservice by trying to control everything in a fucking lab and do all you're not it's 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 still no matter what you do if you try to do it in western science it's going to skew the results because the point is not to have one thing that will help everybody it's to focus on your own goddamn self right i mean that's like what yes yes like alex so yeah so alex says yeah so that's the conversation that genetic expression through generations. Mm -hmm. So like a gene is triggered fucking six generations back and you're dealing with it right now. Mm -hmm. 
but that, and that's like a conversation that you and I had previously about like studies, studies that are studies that need to, how we do Western medicine and how you have to prove if something works, right? You got to do the study. It's got to have a control group. You got to do it over and over and over and over again with thousands and thousands of people and for somebody to say group? yes. Like what is it? So, and that's group? what I'm getting to is like, so like you have people. <laughs> I'm sorry. It gets me so excited. I know you. So you have, you, you can try to, you can try to take the same exact person, right? You have two people, same age, same goddamn birthday. Same sex, same health health conditions, same past medical history, everything, right? On paper, exact same. But two different completely lived experiences. Therefore, two completely different potential sets of trauma and whatever else. You know what I mean? Two identical twins who grew up in the same fucking household, same exact lives, and wear the same goddamn outfit every single day. And I can bet you that their issues would be different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my point is, is that it, it's not controlled. It's not as controlled as it could be because you can't control somebody's lived experience. Right. And like Alex is saying, like past lives. Right. No one's even, no one's even talking about that. Right. So there's no, so the thought process of a controlled study in a lab is just not realistic, which is why, so as far think- as I'm concerned, things in the middle of the jungle that are being done should still be enough to prove that certain things work <laughs> or don't work if they don't work. But you know what I mean? Like, there shouldn't be any, it, sh- it shouldn't matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's something to, uh, for whatever reason, keep spinning around. So we'll, we'll go with it. But, I can't remember what exactly it was, Mia, that you said, but there was something that you said that ki- that kind of said this one through. But the the issue I think that we're seeing, and how I think ultimately this entire conversation may be able to be summed up, is we're living in an age and a time in human history where nobody wants to do the work. If you can take a pill and it can be synthesized, it can be brought down into its like easiest, simplest not messy form and you can take that and it's a magic cure-all for whatever it is that's your that you're struggling with that's what you're going to do because at the we're end taught, of the, at the end of the day that's what we're taught we're, we're taught, taught that, that this is going to be is, discomfort is exactly bad. discomfort exactly. is dangerous by trying to circumvent right exactly and by trying and, to circumvent that and jump right. to the conclusion instead of having to go through the hard shit from a to b to get better just circumvent that shit. Mm-hmm. Take some ibuprofen. Use your ice pack. Use whatever. You know, just circumvent the issue and the discomfort and the pain that you're experiencing because it'll be just a lot better when you don't have right. to go through it. And again, there is a place for Western medicine in acute life-saving situations. Your life needing to be saved is something that's completely different. But I'm talking about like your average run-of-the-mill discomfort that we are like so and like from right. a tiny you know what I mean like Ronan is already like I mean gosh even me like even people like us who do the work fuck man every day I want the easy way out until somebody calls me out on it and is like mm-hmm. are we gonna do this again today or are we gonna try to <laughs> switch it up a little bit maybe <laughs> You know, and like, so even when exactly. you're consciously always working on it and thinking about it, it's still not because it's so much easier to revert to whatever is easy. 
Mm-hmm. Right, and it's a process. It takes a and really just, long time. Yeah, it takes a really long time to get out of that frame of mind and that way And thinking. do you ever? Like, it's constant. You Probably constant, not. It's just more and more layers of it. You know what I mean? Like, you can... Well, I think I, you also gain trust with yourself. So instead of being faced with the decision of, do I want to go the hard and, you know, not easy way, or do I want to take the easy way out? Do I want to deal with my headache that I've had since, you know, 8 a.m. this morning, or you know, do I want to take some ibuprofen? Do I want to like heal whatever it is that needs to be healed within me? Do I need to drink some water and take a walk and be off the screens and do the things that I need to, to cure this headache? That's going to probably take me all day just to cure the headache. Or am I going to take some ibuprofen and just call it good? Like that's, I mean, you know, but in making more of the decisions to go the hard route and then seeing continuously that the outcome is just as good, if not better, then you're going to keep making that same decision to choose the hard route. And in doing so, you're going to rewire the processes in your brain that tell you, oh, you don't have to take the easy way out. Go the hard way. Do the hard thing because it's better for you and you know it. But through repeated continued action of that, that's, I think, the only way that you get out of that mindset. You're always going to have that thought, but it's through the continued trust in yourself and trust in the process that you're going to get to the other side where you don't even... I still think of stuff, but I'm like, eh, I haven't taken ibuprofen in God knows how long because I know that I need to sit with the discomfort, work through whatever it is, and then it'll be fine. But that's, you know, easy stuff, right? How many times is it that most of, you know, I need to, I don't know, cook something and I'm like, nope, (laughs) I'm going to do this. Like the simple, simple ways, but you know what I mean? Like it's all kind of the same on the same vein, Right. right? If you can be, if it can be convenient, it can be easy we're taught to do the convenient, easy thing. Right. (laughs) I sure am. (laughs) Yeah. There's some nuances in, in what you said, of course, like if you got, I don't know, you're bleeding out, please go to the hospital. (laughs) Um, you know, like that, but I wonder as much as you trust yourself, the more you trust yourself to go through the hard, the more that you're able to trust yourself when it comes to connecting with your own guides or being able to even hear your own thoughts through all of the, the chatter that's happening around us. And I think that's pretty freaking powerful to practice, like practice trusting yourself in all aspects. Mm -hmm. 